0: and the Dallas the County Judge and the Bear County Judge, they're all fighting with the government. Should we? Should you be able to tell us what to do with our kids? No, you shouldn't. Well, listen, hopefully people can feel safe, and if you want your kid in a mask, um, send your kid in a mask. If you don't, you know, I, I, I don't exactly know. I'm trying to think what the Waco Public Schools, what they've decided to do. I would imagine they're kind of going with the state. I just know in the dallas fort Worth area, Uh, This county judge has uh, basically been in a fight with the governor, so we won't get too far into all that. All right. We'll just see. But let's all be careful and let's respect each other. You know, different people have different ways of doing this. I'm a double vaccinated. I believe Aaron is, too. And that's the way we've chosen to go about this thing, partially because we that's we kind of want to be safe for ourselves and our friends. I think that's okay for me to say on your behalf, Aaron, if you don't want me to put that out there. No, absolutely. Um, I'm, okay. I'm vaccinated, vaccinated. and Okay, great. I
1: feel very comfortable talking about okay. that. Okay,
0: good, good. Um, all right, here's another thing I'm comfortable talking about. And occasionally I like to let our friends and our listeners brag on something, something that's happened in their lives. My neighbor Ted, Ted Steinke, huge uh, Baylor Law School graduate, great uh, fan, Of not only our show, but all of Baylor Athletics. Uh, The other day, had a big, big day. On Saturday, number 15, I believe, at Mesquite Golf Club up in the Metroplex. There he was. There there was Ted Steinke with his regular crew. Greg Davis, one of the uh, fine lawyers who uh, I've played with in the past. Good good golfer. uh, Was in that group. And Ted Steinke... Uh, I think probably, Aaron, you know where this is going. He stepped up, and he's been playing golf now for 55 years. I don't want to date him too much, but Ted recently had a birthday, turned 70 years old, and took out a rescue four-iron, kind of a a rescue club, so it takes the place of maybe a four-iron. I'll say it was the, the hole was playing about 130, 140, and playing a little downhill. And he took the rescue club out, and he hit it pure, but it was kind of into the, the sunlight Saturday, and so he and his foursome they get out there very early at first light, and so that would have been about I don't know let's call it about 9:30 a.m. This would have been happening 9:30 10 a.m. And the ball they, they knew it hit the green, but they didn't know exactly where it was on the green. One of his playing partners said, "I think you might be close." The playing partner, Greg Davis, gets up. He uh, actually used to be down in McLennan County, I think, used to be in the DA's office there. But anyway, he, uh, he walked up on the green, no ball. The yellow ball that Ted Steinke, longtime DA's office, one of the top criminal defense attorneys in the Dallas Fort Worth area, um, he's walking up there, and Greg Davis, his playing partner, does not see the ball. And he walks over to the hole, Aaron, and then he throws up his arms and screams. It's a hole in one. It's a hole in one. And the ball had, had gone right in. And that's one of the great things about golf. You keep playing and you keep hoping that someday that will happen. And so not long after his 70th birthday, my neighbor Ted, Ted Steinke, gets his first Hole in one. Even some PGA players don't have one. If you can believe that, as much as they play. So, congratulations to Ted Steinke, my neighbor, and uh, Aaron. You know when we do the, uh, when sometimes I'll do the show remotely, and I uh, and I use the uh, the magic of that tie line. I'm I sometimes I'll say, hey, I'm out by the pool. That's that's at neighbor Ted's pool. All right, and that's who. So, Aaron, if you would, congratulate Ted Steinke on his first ever hole-in-one.
1: That's quite an accomplishment. Congratulations, Ted. It's one that I'll, except for putt-putt, will never know the feeling of because I don't play golf. But I know how difficult a sport it is, and I also know how difficult it is to have a hole-in-one on any hole. So that's that's pretty great.
0: I would guess at Eminem Broadcasting – I don't think Barfield probably has one, although, you know, Tom's somewhat athletic. He's probably can hit the golf ball. Um, I don't think he has one. There's a chance Ward at some point, because Ward was a coach, and so in the in the off-seasons, if you were a college-slash-high-school coach, and he coached from college, they were playing a lot of golf, and they probably played early in the morning, he and his old, his old uh, coaching buddies. There's a chance Ward has a hole in one. I'm not certain about that, but I'm just saying if I had to choose, I would choose Ward. I don't think Gary Moss plays golf. I Don't think they let you out there in wranglers and boots, so I don't think I don't think he plays. Tacker don't doesn't seem like he plays much golf because he's just always in one of those either uh, blue or white dress shirts. It just seems like he's always selling or something like that. So I don't think he's much of a golfer. But uh, there it is, Ted Steinke. Congratulations. Uh, You have your first hole in one. And if you want to celebrate something like that with us, you can always use the uh, text line. I don't do birthdays. That's uh, John Morris does birthdays. Um, And um, I need to tell him one thing that I heard the other day. But anyway, um, Aaron, have you started having to look up John's birthdays for him? Or does John do all that himself? Does John just have a list of birthdays? How does he How does he make all that happen? How does the How does the magic happen with with John Morris's birthdays each day?
1: We he does local, okay. and I do national, so it works out well because he's more plugged in, obviously to lo, you know, uh, local people having birthdays. Yeah. You know, people yeah. okay. in the community in the Baylor athletic department or in the Baylor family overall, and then I do national celebrities, which. Uh, I've been accused of being snobbish about because I've skipped some people, but I have a certain criteria. You have to have a certain level of fame in order to make yeah. my birthday list. So,
0: okay, yeah, I, I would hope I would hope I would make it.
1: Absolutely, uh, that
0: would be May twenty first. Uh, would would will be that day. Um, folks, two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you've sent a child off to uh school, my child Parker Mosley, ninth grade. Want to shout out to. Uh, all my, uh, all my uh, nieces and nephews. My nephew going in his junior year at McKinney High School, and then my niece Millie. So that's John Andrew. She'll be going into eighth grade, and then I guess Lively is going in. Mary Lively is going into fourth grade. Goodness gracious, these kids are growing up in a hurry. Fifth, anyway, fourth or fifth. Fourth grade, I believe. Should know that. Uh, that's my own niece, but. Uh, Anyway, there we go. There we go. We're off and started. Do you have? Can you have a peek, Aaron? Do you see the CNC Collision Center text line as we speak? Can you?
1: I do, there? and I am uh, looking it? at that okay. right now. Let's okay, see. Good. Shout out from uh, Tim in Waco yes. to his daughter Addison. She's a freshman at China Spring, and uh, they just moved. To China Spring from Fresno, nice. California. So, welcome to Texas, and congratulations wow. on starting high school. A couple of, a couple of really big, uh, big things.
0: Yeah, that's tough, man. Coming in from where'd you say, uh, Fresno? Wow, that is something. That's where old buddy Q used to be out from either Sacramento or Fresno or somewhere, somewhere kind of like that. Q, who used to be on uh, twelve to three on these fine stations. All right, Matt Mosley, show ESPN Central Texas got a lot on the on tap for you today. John Jakus, one of the assistant coaches for the Baylor basketball team, has been in Vegas, and uh, Vegas baby. And so he has been out there for the summer league. That's a huge thing that happens. That's the NBA summer league. And tonight, uh, and we'll talk to him about it because he got to see all those Baylor players who are playing in that former Baylor players, I should say, uh, Davion Mitchell will play for the championship game tonight. I believe it's a 9 p.m. start on ESPN, and that's for the championship of the league. It is uh, Boston Celtics <clears throat> versus the Sacramento Kings. So that is going to be a lot of fun. And and uh, you're like me, Aaron. You like to stay up late. You like to watch a lot of TV. Um now, I will say this for our TV nuts out there. Last night, because I'd been reading a lot about it and hearing a lot about it, I finally said, oh, I need to check this out. Okay? It's a, uh, it's a, it was a five-part or maybe a six-part series, and it's already been, uh, it's already been signed off to do a second season, although I think it will be different characters next season. There was a show on HBO called The White Lotus, And Aaron, I got hooked on that last night and watched two back-to-back episodes, and that took me to about 1.45 a.m. And it's a little bit of a freaky show. The White Lotus is a, um, a gorgeous resort in Hawaii where different families end up, and it's the story of what happens to those families, and it begins, I'm not giving anything away to tell you the very first episode it begins, where you see a body. And you see a body that's being put on a plane from the airport. So you know something happened at that resort. But then you start to get to know these families. These are not particularly likable characters. All right, this show is called The White Lotus. And, again, that is a uh, – and it was filmed, Aaron, at the uh, the Four Seasons in Maui, which is a – I don't know if you've been there, Aaron. Beautiful place. I've just kind of peeked in. I don't think – I don't remember having the buddy to stay At the Four Seasons, Maui. Although our our, uh, honeymoon, we did go to the West, the Four Seasons in the West Indies. uh, Nevis in the West Indies, and I could not recommend that uh, enough. But uh, just some, uh, just a TV show. Aaron, are you interested? Have I piqued your interest? The White Lotus on, on HBO.
1: I saw the preview, and I've heard you describe it, and it's, I don't, I may watch the first episode, but it, it just doesn't seem like my type of show. It just doesn't seem like okay.
0: All right, one of the, stars the genres that it, I
1: usually watch.
0: Steve Zahn, who's been in a lot of stuff and comedies, he's in it. Connie Britton, who was the wife of Coach Taylor on Friday Night Lights, she's in it. So good acting. Uh, if you're into good acting, Aaron, this is something you might want to check out. Now. Uh, this vegas thing i'm very excited about so we have that tonight and then we'll uh, what we'll do is catch up on coach Jacobs about some of these newcomers with Baylor and how they're coming along they had vet week and then we'll talk to him about you know how he thinks the guys are doing in vegas and so i think we've got uh, we've got uh, uh, oh and apparently we've got a couple of more shout outs on the cnc collision center uh, text line for people that are sending their kids off to school if you want to shout out to your kids as you take them back to school kindergarten high school whatever my daughter started ninth grade today so very excited for her go ahead aaron what else do we have
1: uh from jerry in waco or the 254 maybe not in waco's proper but uh he's got kinsley and pre-k and kennedy starting kindergarten both at spring valley elementary in midway isd so congratulations that's uh that's awesome, but that's got that's uh I've got friends that uh I have a friend that uh their youngest is starting pre K and she's not. It, it's an adjustment. <laughs> it's got a hard yeah. on her, and I, I, not being a parent, but I can kind of understand that.
0: Yeah, well, it uh, happens, and our daughter early on just did not even you know some kids you know you walk the parents all walk them in and all that kind of stuff. Ours did not want that. Our daughter was just like, move on along. I'm ready to go to school. So she kind of uh, kind of asserted herself and her independence right on. Our, our buddy who said he was in the Midway School District, uh, whatever you said, at Spring Valley, um, I could I would encourage you when you pick your daughter, Jerry, up from school or, or your daughters, go over to Heritage Creamery, one of our fine sponsors, and get them some ice cream on the first day of school. That's a great, great place. And it's right out there at 84 and Ritchie Road, out there near some of those Midway schools, on that Lookout, that Lookout Shopping Center, and you can look out over the uh, valley. You can look out and see McGregor in the distance. Um, that that is Heritage Creamery, that new location. Go and check that out, Jerry. Get the get the uh, get the kids some ice cream. Everybody do that. I encourage everybody to go over to Heritage and tell them Mosley sent you. Is there any way? Is there a way? Um, Aaron, I could just pay for all that? I wonder if the Heritage would let me just put my credit card down and just offer to, uh, I don't know, I, that, could get, that could get a little costly. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside. We're going to bring you the latest. We've got some Baylor news, but also it does not look like Dak Prescott is going to play in the preseason. How much of a worry is that? We uh, discuss it next.
2: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with a 60% chance of scattered showers and a few thunderstorms. Lows falling to 74 degrees.
1: It'll be mostly cloudy tomorrow. Again, a 40% chance of scattered showers and a few storms. Highs top out at 92. And on Thursday, partly sunny with a 30% chance of scattered showers and a high
2: of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
1: <sighs> Summer's last half, when temps get up and time counts mercilessly down towards school, schedules, and responsibilities. But don't panic. Be cool.
0: You've still got time to escape the searing heat in a 72 degree carefree wonderland of hot dogs, cold drinks, and Texas Rangers baseball. Finish summer strong with a trip to the climate controlled comfort of Globe Life Field. Make your plans now at texasrangerscom summer. At the Good
1: Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walk all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet.
0: Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Right, your body needs nutrients every day to keep you healthy and feeling good. We always we don't always uh, get enough of this in the food we eat. I want to recommend vitamin D and zinc for immune system support. What a better time could there be uh, to try to boost that immune system? Uh, the the supplements I take are developed by the physicians of the world-renowned Cooper Clinic in Dallas. That's Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements were developed by Dr. Cooper and his team to address the shortcomings of other vitamins products on the market. Here's how you do it. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the Cooper Complete Vitamin Needs Assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the specific supplement your own body needs, you'll get 10% off your entire next purchase. Okay? That's the coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete Supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, improve the quality and quantity of your life with Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements.
1: For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as
0: 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage
2: rate subject to change without notice, subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money.
1: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm
0: Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Tim Tebow's attempt to return to the NFL as a tight end after years of playing quarterback is over. The Jacksonville Jaguars released the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner today as a part of the first-round roster cuts. Mike McCarthy said there's no urgency for Dak Prescott to play in the preseason. He does not want to see another setback for his quarterback. The Cowboys will see how the week goes for Dak before making a final decision on the game with Houston on Saturday. The Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds will meet in the 2020 edition of the Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa. Astros have dropped two in a row and will try to bounce back tonight facing the Royals. 7 10 first pitch. Texas Rangers start a series at home with the Mariners tonight. 7 05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: It is uh, Matt Mosley Show. ESPN is Central Texas. Thank you, Cooper. Complete. Thank you for those unbelievable supplements, and thank you to our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. They are hiring out there, and uh, folks have been applying and getting back out in the workforce. People want to be in the banking industry. One of the great commercial banks, really in our country, definitely our state, and a locally owned bank. Um, some unbelievable families that uh, that own that bank, and the uh, the history of the bank is is a really is really great. So uh, that is uh, Central National Bank, and appreciate uh, Brian Fonville all he does not only for the banking industry and and the customers across Central Texas, but what he does for this show. Aaron, you may have noticed Brian is talented in a lot of different areas, and so sometimes he'll send us special photos and graphics and all those kinds of things. So, in fact, I've got to send him over a uh, John Jakus, the great uh, the Baylor assistant coach, will be on with us at 340 today. So, Brian, if you're listening, John Jakus, J-A-K-U-S, is going to be on with us today. Always appreciate uh, Brian Fonville and the staff over there. What a great staff it is at Central National Bank. All right, you heard Ward talking about it. Um, Dak Prescott was—he was able to be a little bit a part of the. Uh, they had an open practice at the Ford Center last night in Frisco, and the the Cowboys want to bring him along slowly. And right now, it's looking more and more like that he will not play in the uh, in this dress rehearsal game coming up against the Texans. And, that his, and he certainly won't play in that fourth and final one against Jacksonville. So the first time that Dak Prescott will take a hit and test out the ankle will be in a regular season game against the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's like, welcome back, get out there, and lead us to a win. I – I uh. I think he wanted to be out there. I think I, I think mentally it was going to be something good to go out there. And I'm not saying try to get beat up or take a big hit or anything like that. But you do need – when you go that long – I mean, think about this. He was injured in, I believe, the fifth game of last season. I guess that was against the Giants. seems like it's always against the Giants because that was when Romo got hurt. Whoever that game was against, that was the fifth game of the year and he was out for the rest of the season. And I, I find it interesting that now everybody's tune is changing a little bit. It's kind of like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. Um, no big deal. Um, he, it, back in July, Prescott was quoted saying, I definitely want to play. As far as giving you a number or quantity of how much I need to, I just want to obviously get back out there and get some reps before it's real just to have a live defense coming at me. Um, he went on to say, hopefully not take too many licks because I have great protection, but that's part of the game. And I think it would obviously be great to get up from that, wipe it off, and be just another process of burying the injury. I think it will be huge. It does not look like it's going to happen. And um, uh, Mike McCarthy, uh, it, yes, you know, basically uh, after yesterday's practice, talked to the media about uh, about how he viewed uh, dealing with uh, Dak's injury, moving into this uh, game coming up uh, against the Texans. Dak will be he'll be limited uh, today. I mean, the biggest thing
1: you know is really to stay on course uh, with his work. Uh, you know, it's it's a you know plan of caution. I, I, you know, I, I'm trying to come up with new
0: words there, but I mean, it's the same plan that. Uh, Coming out of this, it's, you know, when when he was shut down, you have to build up his volume of throws again. So uh,
1: we we just really don't want to put him in a position where we can, we can re-injure it. So uh, just continue to work on that, on that plane.
0: Shut him down. and, and, And the Cowboys kind of want to put off this vibe of nothing to see here, but the longer he doesn't get out there and go full tilt in a practice and let it rip, and, again, the, 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 the media has aided the Cowboys in trying to – I'm not talking about the national media. Sometimes the national media reads headlines and go, oh, what's this about? Why, why is he not out there? I mean, this is, um, this is surprising. But the, the, the local media has basically gone with the Cowboys line of he's okay. There's nothing to really see here. But I would just say as long as he's not out there letting it rip in a practice – or a preseason game, I just think it's important to note that he did want to play in that third game I mean he really he 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 really did and uh and 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 that was going to be I, I think give him some feedback and what he wanted to see does it mean he's going to play poorly against Tampa Bay no it doesn't <clears throat> I just think to go from zero to sixty is incredibly hard. It is, it, it's impossible in practice, unless maybe you're doing one of those inter-squad scrimmages like they did against the Rams, it's almost impossible to simulate any kind of game speed. And so you're sending him out there to Tampa Bay. Did you see what even at age 43 or 44, now it's kind of funny to me, Aaron, that there are some coaches like the coach of the Chargers who do it differently. Brandon Staley is the coach of the Chargers. He kind of comes from that same tree as um, – coach McVay of the of the Rams they do not believe in playing quarterbacks and star players in the preseason but again this is a little different deal because this guy's been out for a long time and he hasn't had real live game reps his first hit is going to be the first hit since he was true was injured now again he wasn't going to go out there in the preseason and we weren't hoping he would go out there and get hit and get beat up or something like that you just need to get out there and simulate and be in that game like activity will they be able to do something like that before you know like some kind of scrimmage something to get them ready they're going to try they're going to try the best they can but i'll tell you what they can't do is is do all this no 7 on 7 no, when you read in a newspaper or whatever, you you wonder when people say. Sometimes people don't always understand what they say when they when they say team drills. When he when he sits out team drills, that's eleven on eleven. All right, that's eleven. That's that's best defense against best offense, and that's that's what team drills are. And so, when he can't line up and and, and go back and and do any of those team drills, I mean, I, I again, I I don't want to be like overly concerned. I just think it's difficult from a timing standpoint. Let I me mean, think about this, uh, Aaron. Like, by the time the Tampa Bay game finally happens, how much, how much chemistry will Dak have built up with C.D. Lamb? Amari is just coming back to practice. Amari was able to participate in some of practice yesterday. First time back in a good long while. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. What is the chemistry going to look like for this offense between the quarterbacks and the wide receivers? We can talk all day about how great this receiving core is and these top three wide receivers. You can put them up about against almost anything in the NFL, but I would say you've got some chemistry issues that you need to solve. So, and and those don't get solved when Ben DiNucci or Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush are throwing footballs. So I find this. I find this, Aaron, uh, I, I I find it um, really, really interesting to see. And I I don't, I think secretly, and we may see some of this, is tonight, Hard Knocks. Aaron, is that right? Hard Knocks is on Tuesday nights? I believe so, yes. All right, I think we get hard another Hard Knocks episode. This will be the one after he was shut down. We saw him get shut down the other night. Then we saw him, of course, not play in that first game. We knew that was going to happen, but then we're going to kind of get to see the aftermath of that and and um i've seen a preview a little bit i saw a promo and we get to see we get to see um aaron uh zeke looking for talcum powder baby powder because apparently his his um uh, his uniform's not fitting right in certain areas and so the the mics get him looking for baby powder or talcum powder to put down there okay so that's that's the Although some of that stuff's kind of funny. Some of that stuff could be kind of funny. So we'll, we'll check it out, and we'll be the first to uh, respond to uh, Hard Knocks. Aaron, are you going to be tuned into Hard Knocks? Or will you be too busy catching up on the White Lotus now that I've told everybody about the White Lotus? I'm going to try. By the way, good, job, good acting job by Jennifer Coolidge, who for people that don't remember, she was the hairdresser in uh, Legally Blonde all those years ago.
1: I'm going to try to watch the uh, G League championship. Uh, so then if I uh, I should still have time to check out most of uh, OK, most of Hard Knocks. I wouldn't impressed for the first episode. I was I don't know. Most people that I talked to liked it. But yeah, um, you're a hard I, man to please. I, well, uh, a lot of it was Mike McCar- You know, they had some good behind the scenes stuff like I didn't know that that. Uh, Dak and, and Zeke were best friends and it was kind of neat seeing them exchange presents but the whole Mike McCarthy thing seemed kind of forced and uh, I'm glad some other people on Twitter described it the same way because the first thing that came to my mind when he was given that speech where he talks about whoever misses school and whatever mm-hmm. uh, it, it just came off as corny and I've heard other people describe it that same way so but Heche it was still interesting carry-
0: High school Harry doesn't work here anymore, yeah. and uh, what was the other one? Charlie F around or something? It was just
1: so yeah, so funny. Like,
0: he don't work. He doesn't work here anymore. He's, Charlie F. I think I'm. I don't know.
1: But you know, maybe I, 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 they I needed to, to hear something.
0: You? I'm thinking about coming down there and making a speech like that at Eminem Broadcasting. Just in the halls of Eminem Broadcasting. Like, high school Harry doesn't work here anymore, don't you think I could kind of inspire like Ward Whites would enjoy hearing a speech from me? <laughs> I think so. I think Ward and I have a, a very close relationship. He didn't He doesn't always acknowledge that publicly, but deep down, Ward Whites, we're big he's a big fan and we enjoy talking because we go back to the SWC, two great athletes from the old SWC days. Is that Aaron? Is that an app description? Let's call it one great athlete. That would be former running back from Dallas Fort Worth area. Where was it? Burleson or Benbrook? Wherever he was from. He. But they when they uh, when they recruited Ward, they got a good one. Okay, uh, we've got a lot coming up, and I'm glad you're going to be watching tonight. That Vegas, it's a summer league championship game, and guess who's in the championship game? That's right. That's right, Davion Mitchell will be playing in the Vegas League, the NBA Summer League Championship game. That's the, that's the Sacramento against Boston tonight. And next we have one of my favorite coaches in all of college basketball, John Jakus, one of the great recruiters and all-around good guys on the Baylor coaching staff. John Jakus joins us next this is dallas cowboys football, football. 2021 prescott and the gun they've only heard here. here deep ball by prescott man all along with the goal line cd land all season 43 yards a touchdown and a touchdown dance. saturday night it's your cowboys and the houston texans live from at&t stadium on this dallas cowboys radio network station
1: The Cowboys and the Texans, Saturday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan. We will donate to the Local Mentoring Alliance Waco, formerly serving as Boys and Girls Club of Waco. When you refinance or get a new or used auto loan, rates are as low as 1.99% APR on a new vehicle. You will save, and every auto loan activates a donation for local kids. Plus, you can defer your payment for up to 90 days. It's money for kids and
0: a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com for details and flexible terms. Everything we
1: do, we do for you.
0: Loan subject to credit approval and some restrictions apply. Now through August, member NC.
1: 302.
0: Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. To our presenting sponsor central national bank and obviously we need to come up with a great graphic that we'll send out that we'll tweet out for our following guest uh the man photographs very well it is john Jakus, uh baylor assistant uh, men's basketball coach and um uh, john uh, welcome back to the matt mosley show are you uh, did you leave any money there in Vegas? Did you how'd you how'd you make out or have you did you break even?
2: Thanks for having me, Matt. It's great to talk and connect, spit a little bit. So I hope you had a great summer. And I can tell you with all my heart that I broke even because I don't gamble. So now I know some other people that didn't have the same luck that I did. I'm gonna leave their name out of this just so they can <laughs> keep their anonymity. But as far as I'm concerned, I, I came home, my wife is is fine with me. I haven't done anything stupid in my time at Vegas, but I appreciate you asking and keeping me accountable. That's just a good friend.
0: I could, uh, I could see maybe, uh, Scott drew counting cards, trying to sit there, maybe having his own personal strategy there, uh, at the blackjack table. But, uh, it was good by the way, uh, coach Jacobs, to see some of those photos and what, a I mean, summer league's always fun. I love watching it. I love watching the new rookies, but, uh, how cool is it when you show up there and, and you got second? And in the case of Ish Wainwright, my gosh, I mean, he, he may have even predated you coming back to, uh, to Baylor. I mean, you've got guys uh, – I'm trying to think, all told, there were at least like five Baylor players, former Baylor players playing in the uh, Vegas Summer League. How cool was that, just, uh, just being around those guys and, and, and getting, to, getting to watch all that action up close?
2: Yeah, it was great. We actually had six guys. Ish and Freddie were with the Raptors. Mark Vidal was with the Blazers. And then Mason and JB are with the Jazz. And Davion's with the Kings, obviously. And then we also got some extras. O'Bim is from Vegas, our former walk-on, and he was around. And then Austin Mills, a former walk-on, is actually doing television for NBA at this point. And then we saw Jake Lindsey also, who's in the front office with the Jazz. So there's Baylor all over the place, even to seeing a guy like Alvin Gentry, who used to coach here. And um, it's a great thing. It's a great thing for Scott. It's one of the benefits of him being here for almost 20 years is when you have that kind of longevity, even somebody like Ish, who's a couple years removed uh, the, the blessings of that just keep coming back to you. And Ish's story is one of the best stories. I don't know if you saw his interview after the game, he was forced mm-hmm. three and had 20 points. Um, he, he broke down crying because of how much it meant to him to sign the two year NBA deal. And, uh, for us, it's, it's as much as taking care of them still as our players and making sure they're okay as it is bragging about them being NBA players. So when you see somebody like Ish go to York and come back and then make the Raptors, um, it's a wonderful feeling. It's, it's like watching your own son be successful. So sitting through that is, is one of the best parts of our job.
0: What did, um, what did Ish, I mean, it, it's, it's to those of us who watched him, he was such a glue guy. Uh, I had Jerome Tang on earlier, uh, you know, about a week ago, and he said he was one of the great leaders that uh, that he can remember in the program. I think he called him a top-three leader. But what have you seen transform and change in his game? I mean, the things he was asked to do at Baylor, as you well recall, was play hard-nosed defense. Um, I mean, obviously um, – I mean, he just did it all. He was a big-time rebounder, and he was strong as an ox, which led to him even trying his hand at football. What, what, what all happened to him in Europe that has allowed him to have this opportunity?
2: Yeah, I think one cool stat about Ish is, in all of Scott's years here, the only player to go to the NCAA tournament four years in a row is Ish Wainwright. And so what you have to begin with is this six six broad shouldered, long wingspan, wonderful human that might have one of the best smiles in the history of time, who cares about winning and defense and and really putting other people before him. And then after he went through the football thing and realized his first love was basketball and it would always be that way, I think the game has changed in his favor. He's kind of this perfect one through five switch guy, can guard every position on a defensive end. And as the game has become more and more positionless because of his strength and his you know, his overall wingspan and length, he's, he's modern-day basketball. And then you spend a few years overseas playing basketball twice a day in practice and then all your games. You spend 10 months playing full-time. By the time you get to 26, you had a jump shot. And I think the jump shot has been a big thing for him. He's always been able to dribble and pass. But the dribble, pass, and, and shoot – and be able to switch one to five. I think that's why the Raptors fell in love with them. And um, there's a lot of quiet workouts that nobody saw over the last three or four years that, it's, that now is in the light. And I think we're all thrilled that it's in the light form.
0: John Jacobs joining the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas. I mean, I knew, I mean, and you knew, it has to be fun to know that Davion was going to show up and, and, and be a bright star in this thing. And, and some summer league doesn't play to everybody's, you know. Sometimes you don't always see that great a defense. But isn't it funny, uh, John, that uh, that his defense has shown up? And I mean, I'm talking people that were lottery picks. He's making look bad. Um, was was it? I mean, how how fun was that to to see Davion? Who and again, we you just never know how quickly it's going to happen. But his game, where he took it last season has translated it at least immediately, and we'll see what happens with Sacramento. That's tough. Then he'll be all with the veterans, and we'll see what he does against the top people in the NBA. But how it had to be so rewarding to see him be one of the breakout stars of NBA Summer League.
2: Yeah, you, you root for that for all your guys, and I think that all have had success in their own way. But the cool thing about what Davion has done with Sacramento, and, and we sat with a couple Kings guys. I'm friends with somebody in the front office. Coach Drew is friends with somebody in the front office. Alvin Gentry used to coach here, and now he's the associate head coach with the Kings. And what every one of them said to a T is that he changes the culture. And if you just look at the first game they played in the, the northern Sacramento, the California Summer League prior to Vegas, to the last game they played, the infection of the bench, the infection of the defense. It's like his personality has swung through the team even in summer league. And so it's one thing to be a great player. It's another to be a great defender, which he certainly is. But it's its really special when you're infectious. And when you're trying to build a program, whether it's at our level or the NBA level, you need guys who not only lead but play hard and play r- the right way all the time. And they're not afraid to confront their teammates if they're not doing the same. And that will be the interesting piece for Davion. Uh, we know he's infectious, we know he can change the culture, and we know he's one of the best defenders in the world. But like you said, how he, how he integrates himself into the NBA team and interacts with his teammates uh, will dictate a lot of his success. But I think we all believe he'll be fine there. And Over and over again, people in the front office for the Kings came up to us and said he's been a home run so far, absolute home run.
0: That's the feedback you want. And, uh, and talking to John Jakus, Baylor men's basketball assistant, now, Maceo Teague, that was fun, too, to see him. Now, I'm a big Utah fan, not only because Epe used to be there, Royce, obviously, and, and Lindsey has been there. I know he's not uh, in the same position he was, but uh, Dennis Lindsey for so long. But I, I love him because Donovan Mitchell's one of my favorite players in the NBA, and mm-hmm. Quinn Snyder's one of my favorite coaches. But Teague, I mean, isn't it funny that uh, you can break all these things down, and he didn't get drafted, and that didn't really shock me, but he, he's just a walking bucket. You put him in any sort of uh, game like that, and he's going to find a way to score. What do you think uh, – what do you? What kind of feedback are you hearing from the people in Utah and, 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 and what, what they kind of see for him? And, John, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, how much do you think he's going to have to change his delivery, which obviously is an
2: unorthodox-looking shot? Yeah, the thing about Maceo is – I think you said it, no matter where you put him, he's going to score. He just figures out a way to put the ball in the hoop. Mm -hmm. And I know that people address the unorthodox view of his non-dribble jump shot. uh, But I know that it goes in 40% of the time. I also know that we had, you know, three pretty great guards last year. And all three of them the last six weeks averaged 15 points a game. And all three of them shot 40% from three. And I don't know if people know this, but Maceo led us in scoring, and he had the highest field goal percentage from three of the last six weeks uh, last season. So I just think we're praying that the narrative goes from two great guards to, no, this thing was a three-headed monster. It's always been a three-headed monster. Maceo, because of the person he is, has sacrificed for the good of Baylor, sacrificed so we could win a championship. And I don't know that there's a better person in the world. As far as putting their other teammates first and and making the system work, and the way that the three of them interacted with each other is why we were so great. And uh, so we're just hoping that the Jazz see what we see, that uh, if not the Jazz, somebody else in the league does see that. And just like Ish and Freddie, sometimes people's paths go a non-traditional way, but Maceo's had a non-traditional path his whole life, and uh, I think we'll, I think we believe he'll make it no matter what path he's got to go through. And um, not only does the ball go in, but he's he's, an, he's a great person and, a, and an unbelievable teammate. And, you know, 90% of the NBA are role players because only about 20 guys get to dribble whenever they want. There's only so many LeBrons in the world. So you've got to figure out how to play the way the NBA plays. And if you're somebody like Mace here who's always figured it out and always put the ball in the hole, you got a chance. And so we're, to, we're hoping that chance becomes a long-term reality, and, and I believe that it will.
0: How many, like, on, uh, when you're there and you have tickets to, the, um, to the, those games, do, would you just stay there sometimes for hours and watch basketball, or would you just go see the Baylor players? I mean, you're a hoops junkie. I mean, you live and breathe this stuff. What was, what was a, a typical day for you like in Vegas? Would you watch four or five, try to watch four or five different
2: games? Uh, Saturday, we watched three in a row. They they just happened to be back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, our guys. Um, and then I watched the first game. My, one of my best friends is Joe Mazzula. He's the head coach of the Celtics. Um, it's his first head coaching gig in the NBA. I'm real happy for him. So I spent the morning with him and watched his game and, and stayed for two Baylor games. And then on Sunday, we watched two more games. And um, you're just trying to weave in and out. I know Coach Peterson was there even longer than Coach Drew and I were, and Alvin was there. It's an easy place. You don't have to move 10 feet, and you can find a friend that you know in professional basketball or another guy that you know from 10 years ago in in the basketball world. It's just easy to communicate with people. So seeing your friends as much as watching the games is is a real benefit to be in there. And, um, yeah, we certainly sit still and watch a bunch of games because we love it, but seeing the people is probably the highlight for us.
0: All right, John Jake is Baylor men's assistant. That's going to be tough for you, Celtics versus Sacramento. You've got Davion versus <laughs> your close friend uh, coaching the Celtics. So that will be uh, – that. I guess you can't lose, really, in that uh, championship game tonight. It's going to be on ESPN, so that will be a lot of fun. Hey, one quick question about your, your current guys. Who has um, – wh- as far as Flagler, Everyday John, Chama Chachua, uh all those guys – what who Meyer obviously uh who has what, what's the what are you seeing from those guys this off season like are guys making leaps in the weight room what are the uh, what what's been the the biggest change in some of those guys because obviously you just wanted those guys to keep building on what they already were but have have some of those guys expanded their games to a certain extent
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, one thing you said is, what do we see in them? And I can say to that, that the most important thing we see in them is that we see them. Last year, because of COVID, we didn't have a summer. And so you're seeing Flo and Adam and Matt and John every day. And um, that in itself is a blessing. And I think it's pretty well known after the Final Four, and specifically the national championship game, with some of the things that Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley said about our weight room. Uh, When nobody's looking and you put our 13 guys with Charlie Melton in a weight room for a summer, I can tell you one thing. They're all bigger and stronger than they were. And if they didn't need to get bigger, they're faster than they were. So a big staple with our summer program is uh, Coach Drew and Coach Charlie being together for so long. You can see the guys' bodies change and their feet and speed change before your eyes. So that's a real gift for us and a real advantage in, in what we do, and we're super thankful for Coach Charlie and that helps the young guys a bunch, but you know we want to honor our, our older guys. Matt, Matt was in the draft process, chose to come back. He he's grown in some maturity and consistency. John is shooting the three. Flo is shooting the jump shot. I think Adam is unbelievable off the bounce and creating his own shot, working on that. And then another older guy is James Akinjo, the guy who transferred from Arizona, and mm-hmm. he's done a great job of being somebody who has decided to be humble come and learn the Baylor way and and just want to win. And then when you had him and LJ Cryer and the other returners, uh, I just think that we've had a good summer. It it gets great when the fall is great, but the fact that we've had a summer at all has been a real blessing, and our guys have done a good job. All
0: right. Hey, uh, good job staying out of trouble there in Vegas, okay? I I, I I appreciate it. (laughs) i wasn't real worried about you do you ever does uh do you and scott ever get in there with coach melton and throw a little weight around or or uh do you leave that to your guys
2: Uh, i actually go all summer long with the guys every morning i try not to miss when we're not recruiting Wow, Um, we recruit so much in june and july that if you can get an hour with them even in the weight room it's it's a great time for me and it, it also challenges me to um not throw my back out and try to keep my old knees in shape and see if I can keep up with the younger guys. But uh, Coach Charlie's kind enough to let me in. and um, It's a great bonding time because of the way he runs it. So just watching him be great is is good for me. You can learn anything from a lot of coaches, and he's a great coach. But, yeah, I jump in. Whether I'm smart about doing that or not, I jump in, and at the end of the summer, it's probably good for me.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's why you can wear some of that tighter clothing, I'm more of an XXL guy. Uh, you're a guy that's no stranger to the large. Um, but uh, by the way, I pulled a bad, got a bad tennis injury the other day. Be praying for me, okay? Really? You know, I survived that accident, came back. I was playing tennis, really hitting the ball pretty well, and then just <laughs> pulled a horrible muscle in my lower back. Can barely Sorry about walk. That. Have you ever it's played okay. tennis
2: with Scott? You know, Scott, pickleball, ping pong tennis, he's, he's unbelievable with a racket. Have you ever played with him?
0: I haven't. I haven't. If I if I can heal up from this, I may try to get him out there at some point.
2: Yeah, yeah He may not meet sense. you in the weight room with Coach Charlie, but he'll meet you with the racket. He's, <laughs> he's really good. Yeah, he's really good.
0: I know. He had a little time there at Butler, so that worries me, his his background. He's a little <laughs> bit uh, advanced for me. Well, John, I appreciate it, and uh, look forward to seeing yeah, you in Waco soon. Me. You bet. There he okay. goes.
2: Yeah, looking forward to it.
0: You bet. John Jakus. The Baylor men's assistant coach, one of my favorite guys over there, does an incredible job uh, and uh, really does a great job recruiting and then, uh, man, knows the analytics of the game and I think probably is going to get plucked to go be an NBA coach at some point. But uh, we'll, we'll take him while we can. Uh, it's the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron, good job by you. Game time with Tommy Barfield is coming next. That will take you from 4 to 6. Good night, everybody. Recently on the John Moore show, Jay Sedwick, former Baylor kicker. Yeah, so I I had actually tried out that summer and I didn't make the team. Probably because on my first pick, I actually knocked the starting long snapper unconscious <laughs> by hitting him with the football. No, true story. <laughs> no, dead serious. That is a true story. I, I kicked. The, I was so nervous. I kicked the ball so low that it hit him in the back of the head. And <laughs> shockingly, I didn't make the team. And so I went to Shut Baylor <laughs> as a normal student. And then, uh, yeah, when when Drew Dailis tore ACL, I found my way up to one of the coaches' offices and said, hey, I'm still here. And then the next day or so they said, hey, we're going to do a tryout. And I uh, God's great, I didn't knock anyone unconscious that time.
1: Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for The Naked Truck.